When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in with us. My name is Ben, and I'm sitting here with our Maverick Auto Editor, Scott. Hi, you, Are you going to Ma- say hi? Maverick? Well, I haven't heard that one since uh, the early days of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, thought yeah I, I thought I'd bring it back. Yeah, it's uh, retro. I'm a little bit of a Maverick yeah. of introductions. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, so we figured we would we would probably take it easy today. You know, the weather's changing here in Atlanta. Um, we've got some relaxing times coming up, hopefully, some exciting ones as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe maybe we can go uh, just a little bit more relaxed here and talk about famous cars of television. Oh, that's simple. That's a good one. I like that, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, was... I do like it. No, I really do. It's a, it's a good topic because, um, you know, I think back to sitting in front of the television when I was a kid watching you know the shows that I couldn't wait for the next scene with whatever car it was to come on because um to me that was uh, that was exciting that was the you know that's why I tuned in oh in, yeah in a lot of cases yeah and definitely iconic but let's let's define it I guess first mm-hmm. what exactly do we mean when we say television cars well we're talking about um, shows where the the cars are really the stars of the show um, they've Almost been like there's almost a persona to them that you know you 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 become familiar with it and they they have names mm-hmm. um, you know people refer to them as you know she or um, you know by the name of the car like um, we'll, we'll talk about a few I won't give any away right now but okay. um, they become so ingrained in that television show that if that car were to go away the show probably wouldn't be around and there yeah I think that's a very good point they're iconic too right there's some there's some things where, quite literally, the vehicle is the most recognizable part. That's right, instantly recognizable. A lot of them, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can you can see them in a group of 100 other cars, and you'd be able to pick out certain vehicles that you're familiar with from mm-hmm. television. So why uh, why are they important? Well, I tell you, we kind of touched on this already, but um, and I'll I'll give you a couple of examples here. We'll, yeah. right out of the bat, but. Um, um, remember the the show Dukes of Hazard? General Lee, of course. Yes, of course. What would Dukes of Hazard be without the General Lee? 
uh, canceled. It'd be just a bunch of guys out. What are they putting in? Fence posts out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, you know, it just wouldn't be that oh, exciting. Okay, okay, I agree with you that it wouldn't be that exciting, but the plot of the two brothers and their sister Daisy, you know, who are trying to stop the corrupt, uh, the corrupt boss hog and, and the sheriff, you know, and the terms of their probation, they can't leave the county. Sure. Okay, you're right. It wouldn't have worked. No, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked without every the car. single show had a high percentage of the General Lee. I mean, it was yes. it was it was so prominent in that show that if they took that away, I I don't think they would have had nearly the success that they had. The episode would have been 11 minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, strange show. I mean, it, but it, I I loved it a lot. It was a really good show. I liked the car, mm. but I think without the car, the show wouldn't have lasted. And another example that and this is. Well, this is a huge one. Knight Rider. Oh, yes. Kit. Kit. See, you know. Um, mm. Old, what was that, a Pontiac Trans Am? Um, like an early 80s Pontiac Trans yeah, Am. Yeah, There would not have been a show without Kit, really. I mean, that was the, the whole basis for that show was that car. And this is another example where, you know, that that is so key to that to that um, that episode or that series, rather, mm-hmm. that if it were to go away, there, there just wouldn't be a program. And you know, it's it really speaks highly of of Kit's success that Knight Rider has a resurgence now. I think it returned to the it, screen. It did, and it's gone again. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, very recently, though. I mean, I'm I'm not surprised that you hadn't heard because it was very recently canceled. And um, um, I'm actually kind of surprised by that. I thought maybe it would catch on again, but were you didn't. watching it? I did not. I haven't. I didn't even see one episode. But then again, maybe that's why it's gone, right? Uh, yeah. Not many people were watching. Maybe it was in a bad time or something. Guilty confession. I didn't watch it either. Um, yeah. I guess you know part of it might be that well, I remember being younger. I was so impressed with the with the original Knight Rider because that's back before we had stuff like that in real life. You know, it was pre computers. Yeah, it really. I mean, not was, really, but it was. You didn't really have. You didn't have all the electronic gadgetry that we do now mm. where you could almost expect a car to do what Kit does. Um, well, not really, but, you know. It, at least tell you where more. to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We had no, there was no navigation systems in cars. There was no, I mean, cars didn't talk to you, and eventually cars started to talk to you. I mean, there were vehicles that, that had a voice. Mm-hmm. Um, now, of course, we've got navigation systems. We've got a lot of very sophisticated electronics uh, that do a lot of the things that Kit did back then. Um, not to the extreme. I mean, we don't have... I don't know, geez, what, shark repellent or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't have that. that was, I think that was Batman. That was, yeah. Well, that was on his belt. I, and I, you know what, I'm sorry. So I don't want to get too much of, into a, too much of a tangent. Yeah. It's so, it, yeah, I do know a little bit about Batman. But uh, the, the one thing that I think is worth pointing out, especially in defense of Knight Rider, uh, there's a very interesting argument to be made, or, or at least it's something to think about, has that series influenced in some ways the the research and innovation that have come about in real cars today Hmm. that's a tough question i don't know because it was so outlandish some of the stuff that he Mm -hmm. he would do um there's no way to measure it no no i i I have to say i don't think so i mean it it gave people a high expectation for future cars Mm -hmm. um it really did because even now i mean here we are how much longer we're 25 years later yeah and you know, a lot of that stuff is not around. We don't have, um, oh, I, you know what? I, I don't have any great examples of what, you know, some of the, the fantastic technology that Kit had, but, mm-hmm. um, we, we just don't have it. It's kind of like the flying car thing. You, okay. know, you hear about flying cars and, you know, they're going to happen, they're going to happen, and yes. it takes forever. It, it takes forever. Around. But, I see. um, 
I don't know if that really molded anybody. Maybe there's some designers out there that are looking back at old episodes of Knight Rider and, uh, and trying to decide what to do next. You think so? Maybe the OnStar folks <laughs> yeah, have started the company? Maybe. Oh, and no offense to you guys if, we're listen- if you're listening, <laughs> but if that is the case, please write to us. Of course, yeah. And, of course, you know, the series it was a, a springboard for Hasselhoff and his uh, singing career. Oh, that's right. You're looking at me like I, I'm yeah. kidding, really. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm surprised I'm surprised that a that you would bring it up and b that I would also know and then I'm supposed to say because everybody says this huge star in Germany yeah congratulations big in, big in Germany mm-hmm. and wish him the best of luck there in Germany as <laughs> that was as an a awkward singer. pause yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get, you know I'll let's take do some more examples this. TV cars well, okay we can do that you want to do that yeah we've got a, a right. bunch of them here yeah. Um, Let's see. I, everybody's going to have their own favorites, of course. But sure. I've got a short list here that you know we can go through just real quickly, and you can, you know, okay. expand on these if you want. Yeah, sure. Uh, we've already talked about the General Lee. Remember Boss Hog's Cadillac from oh, the same show? Yeah, with I the forgot. horns on the front. Yes. Yeah, that giant Cadillac. That thing must have been twenty-five feet long. I saw a reproduction of that once. Did you? Yes. That's pretty cool. I knew it looked vaguely familiar, and it was not until I saw another example. Um, it was back when uh, my family and I used to live in Tennessee. So oh, cool! Yeah, that's pretty neat. Somebody uh, took a, took their own initiative to uh, to do that, huh? to put the the horns on the front. And- we can only hope they had a problem with somebody who had a reproduction of the General Lee. <laughs> <laughs> was it anybody wearing a, a big white suit with a uh, a cigar sticking his, out of his mouth? Or? No, it was actually parked, so we didn't oh. get to see you oh. parked outside of a grocery store. I was hoping for the full on. Uh, you know, Gosh. Well, uh, we can representation. dream. We can yeah. dream. What's okay. next? Next, uh, uh, Night Rider. We already talked about Kit. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the A Team van? Oh, the A Team van. Now, you know what? I think I stole that one from you. I didn't mean to do that. No, but, uh, no. Because you were excited about this one ahead of time, I know. This is so lame. I know what that van is. You it do? is. It's a 1983 GMC G Series. Oh, cool. And I so, that's, I think that might be the only time on this show that I actually knew something beforehand. <laughs> The, and the reason I know is because I was telling you earlier about this custom van thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Scott, I'm hey, really thinking. You liked it, huh? The black van. Didn't it have a red stripe on it? Is that what it had? Yes. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, I've really been thinking about that. <laughs> but we're just going to we're gonna leave that for a later show. <laughs> what, what's I was, next? You know, I was never an A-Team fan, so I didn't, uh, I didn't really get into the A-Team van at all. Um, the original Batmobile. We oh. would be doing this program a, a great injustice if we didn't mention the Batmobile, mm, the, the original Batmobile, because that's the one that was on the television show. We're not talking about the movie Batmobile. We're talking no. about the original Batmobile. Mm-hmm. And there's kind of an interesting story that goes along with the original Batmobile. Um, it, was a, it was a 1955 Lincoln Futura concept car that Ford showed at a, a you know auto show. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hand-built in Italy, and it cost them, I think it was something like $250,000 to build this car, or somewhere in that neighborhood. Wow. And... It was never. It wasn't produced. It was. It was. You know, the concept car is left alone. Of course, George Barris, who is a custom car builder in California, bought the car from Ford for one dollar. One dollar. One dollar. And he, of course, went to town on this thing. I mean, he might. You know, he made it into what is now the Batmobile. So, if you saw the the original car, if you ever, mm-hmm. you, know, you can Google this. You can look up the original car, what it looked like when George received it. And then, of course, we all know what the original Batmobile looks like. Or if you don't, yeah. check it out. It's really cool. Oh, but, man. But uh, that, to me, that's that's just one of the you, – you can spot that car instantly. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I've seen a few reproductions of it, um, you know, on display. Full size? Yeah. Yeah. There's There are a few 
you know, replicas made. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting car. I think it's one that uh, sticks out in a lot of people's minds. Yeah, I would. Uh, yes, I know it's. I know how ridiculous it is. And you know, honestly, Scott, intellectually, I understand that the things that car did on television are not things that a vehicle can do in real life. Oh, but but I still want it. That's 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 all part of it. That's the uh, that's the you know television excitement. You know that mm-hmm. they can they can do that with it and. Um, I don't know. That, that's part of just what makes them what makes them intriguing to us. Yeah, you're a lucky man, Adam West. What's next? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see. I've got the uh, Ferrari Daytona Spider from Miami Vice. Oh yes. Yep. Yeah, that was a cool one. I think that was actually a Corvette. That's what I heard. It's not, it wasn't a true Ferrari. That's weird because it looked like yeah, it was. It looked like a Ferrari. Well, it was a Corvette that they had, uh, you know, Hollywood magic. And you're the expert. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess the the following year. Uh-huh. Um, Ferrari actually came through with a real Ferrari for them so that they had an authentic Ferrari for their show. Um, and that was a white Ferrari Testarossa. So was it Crockett and Tubbs? They were cruising around Miami. And they, uh, <laughs> yeah, Crockett and Tubbs. You remember them, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. They were uh, cruising around Miami in a Testarossa for a while, a white Testarossa. And, and you know what? For one episode, that car was black. But after that point, they painted it white. Yeah, I mean, they had the white pink thing going on in the way they dressed anyway. Mm -hmm. A lot of nighttime shots is what I heard, is that they um, it didn't show up as well. Oh, yeah. One episode was black and didn't work out so well and they painted it and from that point forward it was white. It was the kind of show where you didn't have to explain that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It just happened. And uh, let's see. Starsky and Hutch? Starsky and Hutch. uh, Is that Ferrari's? No. No, no, no. No. It's a Ford Gran Torino. Yeah, what am I thinking? It's from, you know, 70s, 1975, yeah, yeah. I think. That's the classic. Um, yeah, the white one with the red, or I'm sorry, red one with the big white uh, uh-huh. real angular stripe. Awesome car. I mean, that's also in the movies. Uh, you probably, a lot of listeners have probably seen the movie that was out recently with oh, that's uh, right. Owen Wilson and uh, Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the television show, those cars were great. I, mean, yeah. I loved watching them slide yeah. sideways around the city streets. It was pretty cool. <laughs> um, another Ferrari from Magnum PI. That's the one I'm thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, on Hawaii, pretty cool. I, I was always excited when that car came on, because at the time that was you know the latest Ferrari, mm-hmm. and oh, just loved looking at it, you know, because you didn't where I was at at the time. I was young also. Uh, I didn't see many exotic cars, and that was one that really sticks out in my mind. Yeah, that's pretty. That, I actually remember that as well. I don't, I don't want to um, date myself, but I got one for you. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Remember that uh, jalopy in the Beverly Hillbillies? Oh, I do. Yeah. That's a TV car. Yeah. Oh, the one with the uh, Granny's Rocker on the back? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And uh, I think, I guess it's, I'm not saying that the absence of that car would mess up the show, but it was the intro. Mm-hmm. No, no, it, uh, it would mess up the show, Ben. It would. <laughs> yeah, because that, that car was great. I love that. You know what, you know what it was? Uh, do you have a guess? Or do you already know? I can guess, but I'll probably be wrong. Okay. Was it a Model A? No. Was it a Model T? No. Was it a model of any sort? No. Oh, I'm so bad at <laughs> well, this. Well, it was, but it was <laughs> not, a, not a Ford. It oh. was a, um, let me see, it was an early 1920s Oldsmobile. Oh. Oldsmobile flatbed truck that was, you know, of course, customized to make it look like um, one of the vehicles from, I don't know, like, you know, the, the, yeah, from the migration. Age, yeah, the migration yeah. to the West, you know. Um, Really, really rough. Always, it was always dusty and dirty, and of course, it had 
<laughs> Granny perched on the back in her oh, yeah. rocking chair. That was that was a great car. I love that one. And one that um, in that same era mm-hmm. um, of of television, there were a few cars that and I love these cars. These were the Adams Family cars and the Munsters cars. Oh man, yeah, they were wild. Yeah, they were crazy. The Munsters had these unbelievable hot rods that were yeah. they were so cool. They had you know the big exposed engine in the front, mm-hmm. the big V8 with the pipes. Um, they had a, they had something called the Munsters Coach, which is their their family car, and it was a really long, um, stretched out hot rod car, really cool, and looked like um looked like a stagecoach really on you know with a V eight yeah um yeah. and then Grandpa Munster had a, a drag car. Do you remember this one? Yes, he had his own ride. Yes. Yeah, and do you remember what it looked like? Uh, one distinct feature. I mean, it was a he's he was a vampire. Okay. I remember that he had a car, but I was quite young when I was oh, I didn't mean to stump you. No, no, no. It was a coffin. It was a coffin. It was a huge coffin. And it was called Dragula. I feel, you know what, I feel so dumb, Scott, because I remember seeing it, but I don't remember having put together that that was obviously a coffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's his car. I mean, it makes sense. He's a, he's a vampire. That's his coffin. He he drove that. It was a... It was a um, just unbelievable sports uh, car, or not I, a sports car, a hot rod. Really, I'm going to get such a hard time about this <laughs> because it, you know, yeah, the, it's obviously a coffin, well, isn't the, it? The second I said it, you, you your face went blank. Like I knew that, you knew it already. So tangent. I think you'll enjoy this just to show you sure. how un, uh, how much of a, an antithesis of an expert I am. <laughs> um, just four months ago, it occurred to me that the main ingredient in soy sauce was soybeans. <laughs> Because it's in the okay. name. That was yeah. a tangent, but uh, yeah, it's a tangent. So I'm just saying yeah. it's it's not unknown. But I understand. So okay, I'll be honest with you too. I always liked the Munster cars mm-hmm. better than the Adams Family cars, mm-hmm. but I never really. I I always enjoyed the uh, the Adams Family, the actual show. Mm-hmm. More so, and I wish yeah. they would switch cars. I think you're right. I, I actually like both. I thought that they're pretty good. I just remember the uh, the limo from the Adams family, the the big family vehicle with Lurch driving. Right, uh, he, right. his head was always sticking above the windshield. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. that scene. That was uh, you know, whenever they showed that, that was really cool. I thought. Yeah, that was that was a pretty good one. It was like seven and a half feet tall or something. It's huge. But we already, I think we already touched on this in another podcast. The other Adams family car, cousin it. Cousin It's yeah. bubble car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's it a nice um Messerschmitt. Yeah. At least in the movie he did. Did he have that in the, the television shows where as well? I you know what? I wanna say no. I I don't know. I'm not I'm not one hundred percent positive. I'm not one hundred percent either way. In either. the movie he did have a measurement. We just recently talked about him, you're right. So yeah. that's a good connection, man. Hey. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just here to hang out. And I promise you my list is ending very soon, but um, there's one that, this this one for me, this is right up there with the Batmobile and the General Lee. And you may not even remember that. Maybe you do. I don't know. The Coyote. The you know Coyote? What, you know what the Coyote is? From where? Hardcastle and McCormick. You no. That? You don't remember that? I'm unfamiliar. The show sorry, wasn't man. all that great. Maybe at the time I thought it was all right. <laughs> but I was in it to watch this car. It was um, it's called the Coyote. Mm-hmm. Really cool sports car. It was made from a Manta Montage, and they're real sleek looking cars. I mean, it's kind of a bubble. It's kind of a canopy looking design. Mm-hmm. Um, supercar design, really, uh, really cool and very forward thinking for its time. Um, they're still around. I mean, you can still get a Manta Montage, and they had they they built it on the the Coyotes. 
that was the name of the car, the Coyote. Okay. Um, it was built on um, a DeLorean for the second and third season, so it changed a little bit. They, they changed the vehicle so it could have uh, gullwing doors because the DeLorean had gullwing doors. Uh, um, yeah. So it, they, they changed it between the first season and the second and third season. And I don't know. I just like the original. I always like the original Coyote. You're old school. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I just love that design of vehicle. I think it's really... Yeah. It's it's awesome. I love what, it. what else do we have? You know, I got just a few more, and I'll go through these super fast because there's not much to them. And the only reason I'm bringing these up is because they were on television. Please but take your time. I'm loving this. Animated cars. I no don't know way. If that, I don't know if that counts because... Yeah, I didn't... I would have had... Yeah. I didn't know we could do animated cars. We <laughs> should, though. We should totally do animated like you cars. You could have had your own list, I guess. But I've only got four or five, but they're, they're worth mentioning, I think. There's Speed Racers Mach 5. Of course. Of course, you have to have that. And if you're going to mention Speed Racer, you got to mention Racer X. Yes. He had the black and yellow car. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also the Mystery Machine from Scooby-Doo. Oh, man. I know. See, what would that program be without the Mystery Machine? It would be... Uh, about one episode long because they couldn't get anywhere. Yeah, a bunch of hitchhiking kids. Want to see that? <laughs> so uh, the next one would be the flying bubble car from the Jetsons. Yes, which that to me, we were talking about those bubble cars. There's it, one that looks just like the Jetsons car. Um, yeah, Peel Trident. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you look up a Peel Trident, that looks just like the Jetsons car. It's not flying, of course, but um, it's the it looks like a fishbowl. You're sitting in a fishbowl. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, I've only got a couple more. The Flintstones car. I saw it coming. Yeah, did you? And yeah. there's a real version of that, and George Barris built it. He's still building, you know, movie cars as well. Um, so, you know, this was obviously a television program in its, in its time. Uh-huh. Um, primetime cartoon early yes. on. I don't remember yes. what year. It's like, I mean, it's earlier than you would think. Was it in the 60s? It was back when you could have cartoon characters advertising cigarettes. That's right. Yeah, because Fred Flintstone... Fred Flintstone smoked, was, uh, uh, was Lucky Strikes? He or? was pushing cigarettes. That's yeah. right. I don't, I don't remember... I can't um, remember what brand. Yeah, I don't either. But, um, yeah, um, George Barris built the real... Well, the, I should say the life-size version of the Flintstone car for the movie. Um, so... Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt the no, list. No, I've only got two more. Let's. I want to hear him, and then I'll, you may not even know this one, Mr. What? Magoo. Remember Mr. Magoo? I remember Mr. Magoo. He drove around in some jalopy that was so funny. I mean, it looked like the thing was falling apart, but um, I don't know. Mr. Magoo's the I've, one who can't see very well, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was okay. Very bumbling. Uh, no, it was pretty silly. <laughs> that's a long time ago. Sorry, I guess I'm pretty old. And then the last one. This is a good one. What's that? Speed buggy. Speed Buggy. You remember Speed Buggy? I don't remember Speed Buggy. Speed Buggy, who would uh, go from race to race. They were, uh, it was like a group of teenagers. Uh, they would travel here and there, and there was always something happening in between races. It was kind of, you know, I don't know if it was a mystery or what it was. I mm-hmm. can't remember now, but um, a group of, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. They, and the guy that built the car, he had some way to control him. I think it was a wristwatch or something like that. Uh, to control. Okay. Uh-huh. Someone was always trying to nab trying that, to mess with him. Nab that and mm-hmm. make him do things that weren't. You know, that they didn't want him to do. That's painful explanation of what Speed Buggy was because it was really a funny show, so check it out. <laughs> well, yeah. don't, let, don't let the explanation. Yeah, really. Uh, don't, don't let that uh, jade you. Don't let it talk you out of it. No, no. It seems like when we're talking, there's there's just one I have to bring up. It's from a, a younger generation for some, some of us uh, listening and, and talking here. Uh, but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles also had a van. And, uh, I had no idea. It, you know what? I only remember because I had the the toy replica of it for a time. But uh, yeah, so 
even even in the animated shows, I guess our point here is even in the animated shows, we still run across uh, t- television episodes where a vehicle is just as much of a character. Yeah, that's right. It's, They're uh, I mean, it's just as key as anybody else in that program, if not more in some cases. Um, and that's that's why we talk about them because you know they they've in some cases they've centered the show around that vehicle mm-hmm. quite and, successfully. Yeah, quite successfully. I mean, you look at Dukes of Hazard or, or Batman. I mean, Batmobile. How cool is that? He had his own Batcave for the Batmobile. Um, ah, just great stuff. I, I really, I really, really. I'm sorry. I remember parking myself in front of the television, waiting for the next time I'd see the Batmobile. Oh um, yeah, man! It's still it's still such a cool car. And you know, it was the same way with the General Lee. It was the same mm-hmm. way with um, the Coyote. Mm-hmm. Um, you just, I don't know. It, it's something in me. I was I was just so into it. I was excited about it. And I think a lot of other people are the same way. Now you know you're you're talking as though the, the podcast is over. And I think I think we might be getting toward the end. But it sounds like we need to hear a little bit more about this guy who's building. All these TV cars. Okay. Uh, George Barris is his name. And he, if, as far as I know, he's still building cars. He's doing movie cars, doing television cars. Um, he's also built car, custom cars for um, celebrities. Oh, So, wow. you know, somebody might request that he builds a custom vehicle for them. Um, I don't know what that would be now. A Prius? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Can you make seem- my Prius look like the General Lee? <laughs> yeah, something like that. There probably is one out there. Um, but they call him the King of Customizers with a K, Customizers. <laughs> and um, I know he's been doing it for a long time. I, m- I mean like 40 years or more. Probably oh. probably even longer than that. Maybe 50, 60 years. What a dream job. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, there are a lot of photos on his website of him when he was just a young kid, you know, customizing not to the extent that he does now but mm-hmm. um it's always been in his blood you can tell it does sound like it's in his blood uh you know before we we really start i have one question i'm leading up to here before we answer that question i think we should talk about why these things look so good on television mm, they haven't always looked good because um you probably as well as i have seen the television programs where Clearly, they're sitting on a stage, and there's a background moving behind them. Oh there's yes, a, a movie or something playing behind them. You know, it looks like they're on a road, but they're not really. Uh-huh. And the drivers do that thing <laughs> where they're just kind of turning left and right slightly the yeah, whole yeah. time, or dramatically, yeah, or dramatically, or or looking to the left or right for long periods of time and not really, you know, paying attention. Uh, it makes me so mad having a conversation with someone in the shotgun seat yeah. without looking at. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, so we've seen examples of bad. Um, bad television shows where they do that uh-huh. um, recently and I, I, w- I wouldn't say even real recently this has been around for a while but there's something called a process trailer and a process trailer is that's how they make the, the scene a lot more believable a process trailer is a is extremely low extremely wide trailer that really acts as kind of a, a traveling camera platform you park the car on top of this thing, and it's mm-hmm. it's really close to the ground, so you don't get this. Uh, you know, if you pu- pull a car in a trailer, it's usually pretty high up in the air. Sure. On a process trailer, when you pull the car into the the, uh, the trailer, it's still roughly about where it would be on the road. Wow, it's I mean, like a low rider flatbed. It's, it's very very low riding. Yeah, that's right. Uh, the the platform is is in between the wheels. It's down really low, so it's as close to the ground as it possibly can be safely. Mm-hmm. It's not dragging, but close, and. Um, you know that way they can have the the talent, the people, you know, the stars yeah. in the car, and they can talk, and they can um, 
the cameras are positioned all around the, the platform on this process trailer. Uh, so it's a big wide trailer that, you know, the cameras are able to be steady outside of the vehicle. Uh-huh. Um, the cameraman's kind of doing a balancing act. He's tied in or whatever. Um, but he's able to, to get a realistic look of, you know, here, there's a real background behind these people. They're really driving the car. Um, it just gives an, you know, a little bit of credibility to the scene. Yeah, and we should, and you know, that's a really good point for us to make for any listeners who have a reproduction of a very famous or iconic television or even movie car. You know, don't feel bad if you set up a camera on a tripod and drive by and it doesn't look as good because there's quite a lot of work, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. This. It's not, not quite as easy as it looks to make a uh, to make a movie. Okay, but let's. Or, I should say a television program. Oh, a television yeah, program because right, yeah. people will stay tuned maybe for the for the film car. Oh, I episode. Hope so. yeah, yeah, we're going to do that pretty soon. Okay, can we? Yeah. All right. I, I wanted to ask to close with this one. I love the hypothetical questions. Mm-hmm. If you could drive one of these cars, one of these vehicles, not the way it would be in real life, but as it would work on television in the show it's in, which one and why? Oh, boy. I'm going to have to go with the Batman, or Batmobile, rather. Um, just way too many cool gadgets to. To, oh yeah! Uh, to stay out of that seat. Yeah, uh, I think it's just so cool. The, the Batmobile that that would have to be my answer. There's a there's a close second. What's the second? Um, was it the green? Is it the Green Hornet? The Green Hornet car. Yeah. Oh man, the we green totally Hornet forgot car. about you, that one. Do you, do you remember this yeah, car? Yeah, yeah. The huge black car that mm-hmm. had all kinds of switches and buttons and, and gadgets. And like, you know what? I didn't think about it until you asked me, told me about this. We should have talked about this, and I'll, I'll make it brief. But I was at a car auction one time, one of these real high-end car auctions where uh-huh. you're, you know, I'm not buying anything. I wasn't buying anything. I was just watching. You know, they're selling half a million dollar cars left and right all over the place. You were just window bidding. They had the Green Hornets car no, they for sale. They sure did. They had the Green the Green Hornets car for sale, and all of the features and functions on the car worked. All of those switches, all those knobs, all those dials, everything operated. Really? Now, it, you know, you'd flip a switch and a machine gun would come up out of the trunk. Or, you know, um, a canister would appear at the back, you know, to, to let out the, mm-hmm. uh, the smoke screen or whatever it would the be. Little dart shooters would yeah, come up. Yeah, exactly. And it all worked. Now, the, the thing was, you know, of course, the machine gun doesn't fire. It's not a real machine right. gun. However, it would operate, I don't know if it was a hydraulic system or an air system or whatever it was, but it was functional. And, um, as far as I remember, I, I think they did not sell that car that day. I don't think that anybody met the reserve that they were asking for that vehicle because it was pretty high. Must have been. Yeah, but it was really cool to see that car. I mean, that, that's Holy one that just crap. sticks out in my head that, you know, this is something I need to remember. Oh, and you know what? We'll go back to my answer, but we can't, we can't, uh, we can't go over, we can't end this episode without talking about the difference between the stunt cars that they use. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. right? Can, yeah, I guess yeah. This is super fast. We'll just, just real quick. Yeah, stunt car. They have, um, when you see the the General Lee flying over bales of hay in the yeah. town square, um, that's a stunt car. That's the one that uh, is pretty rough, really. If you got a chance to look at it up close, you'd see that that one's made several jumps in the past, or mm. maybe it was built just for this one jump because it's going to be destroyed when it hits the ground. Some nicks and some dents, uh, definitely. More than that, I'm talking yeah. like the engine will be pushed back into uh, you know four or five inches or whatever it would be because oh. they, they were really severe. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of severe punishment given to those vehicles, and it's not just that series; it's all series. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll find that there are stunt cars that were that were built that have. Full roll cages. They may have. They may even have smaller engines, mm-hmm. but you know they, they're just built to be destroyed, yeah. or they're built to um, you know slide around a turn where they don't want to do that with the original vehicle. 
And on the other hand, on the other hand, you've got these really pretty um, close-up cars where you know that's where the talent rides in, and, and they go on the process trailer like we just talked about. Okay, uh, the close-up so that you know it looks authentic. It's a real vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it may be the real Ferrari. Um, in that case, it's not the one that's you know laid out so that it can be smashed into a, a street lamp. Right. Um, so there are multiple copies of this, just like. There was more than one collie playing Lassie. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, and no. and if you so if if somebody uh, who was at that auction with you uh, really wanted that Green Hornet vehicle and they didn't get it this time around, maybe they can get a copy somewhere. Possibly, yeah. And you know what? Mm. Now that we're back to this again, I have to ask you, mm. what would be the vehicle that you would like to drive? Oh, you already know, man. The Batmobile all the way home. I would not leave it for fear of losing it. That would be so awesome. I mean, missiles. Uh, there's a laser, I think, in one episode. Oh, I'm sure there is. And, yeah. uh, and you know, this is just the old school, that mobile. Yeah. I would probably get rid of Robin. If Robin came with the car, I would switch him out. That's or a deal breaker. That's a, that's yeah. a deal breaker. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to work for me. Yeah. You know, no disrespect to, to Robin fans out there or the, the actor who played Robin. But, um, you know, that's, that's the kind of car where you you drive up by yourself because mm-hmm. you you know you go on well, adventure. I would like to have Adam West somewhere nearby. Yes, just so that he could say these words. He could say diabolical. Yes, you know what? He could take the shotgun seat. Yeah, you know I couldn't take the shotgun seat because then I would be robbing, and that's weird. Yeah, that's it was weird, weird to me. Well, the outfit would be a little odd. The the outfit yeah. <laughs> the outfit probably yeah, would not. I be. wasn't crazy about the outfits, but. Uh, yeah. Costumes. Outfits, yeah. costumes, I don't know, whatever they were. But the cars. Crime-fighting gear. The crime-fighting gear. Yeah. The CFG. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like we're about done with this one, huh? I think so, yeah. So our listeners out there, uh, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any future topics or suggestions for ideas that we should cover, uh, please send us an email. And if there's any uh, TV vehicle or car that you remember that we forgot to mention here, please send us an email also at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future Join HowStuffWorks staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. 
Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.